0: This is
1: Subjective Comedy
0: Podcast with Corey Miller and Brad Scott. Because what do two guys with fulfilled failed podcast need? Another podcast no one will listen to. Maybe if my dad put this much time into his act, Bob and Tom would have had him on. Anyways, here's
1: Subjective Comedy Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the show we forget about It's the Subjective Comedy Podcast I am your host I am a Indianapolis-based, nationally traveling stand-up comedian My name is Brad Scott I'm joined by my co-host The insurance office guy, the hedgehog, Corey Miller Hello Okay, so uh, today we have a few things to talk about. Let's start with week one of the NFL season.
1: Oh, you want to go there? Yep. We did not discuss it, discuss this in the pre-show, but okay.
0: Uh, do not worry about it. Don't worry about it. I've got it under control. I've got everything pulled up that we would need. So let's start with this. What were the highlights of uh, for you of the first week of the NFL season?
1: Mm, I don't know. You know what? I only saw one game yesterday. and That was a Colts game. So that doesn't really say a whole lot about what I saw.
0: Why did you only see one game?
1: Um, uh, well, I take that back. I watched a little bit of the Carolina and Dallas game. Your
0: Dolphins are 1-0. and They're undefeated.
1: I heard about that. Yeah. that How- was. Uh, I didn't even know when they were going to finish that game.
0: Oh, because of all the delays. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They like started it and then stopped it and then started it again and then stopped it again. So, but, uh, but yeah, they won. That's kind of a surprise.
0: You, did you, you didn't watch the Sunday night game?
1: No, I don't have cable.
0: <laughs> it's on regular TV, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. It's is on, uh, oh, is it on NBC? NBC?
1: Oh, nope. I forgot about it.
0: Uh, oh, so, okay. So, man, this sucks again. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers is injured he got injured in the first half
1: it's I thought he came back I thought
0: oh wait did he yeah did he come back in that game because I stopped watching when
1: the game looked like it was over no he came back they won yeah how did I miss this I'm pretty positive that's what I mean no they
0: won so wait he did come
1: yeah, from what I understand, because I saw I saw a message come through saying the Rodgers is out. He's being carted off the field.
0: Oh my God! The fourth quarter, they were down twenty to three,
1: and they came back and won.
0: He threw a freaking dart from the forty-five yard line, right, perfect, at, in the middle of the end zone. I can't believe I turned I turned this game off. Oh man, I bet I'm. Not doing as well as my fantasy games <laughs> I had thought of when I went to bed. And then, of course, Rogers throws another freaking pass. That's a dart. This is incredible.
1: Yeah, they won 24 Man, I thought it looked like he was done for the season. <laughs>
0: I was about to be like, man, the Packers are so uninteresting again.
1: I was playing somebody... Who Was that
0: Matt Moore they brought in?
1: Uh, who did they bring in? No, they got a uh, dude from Cleveland, I think. No. God, who was it now? Now I can't even think of who it was.
0: If only you had a device in front of you that had endless amounts of information. Oh, my God. And then is that Randall Cobb? Of course it's Randall Cobb. (laughs) Randall Cobb, 70 years old out there taking a 70-yard pass. That is incredible. How much time was left on that? I want to see. I'll take it back here. Here we go. So yeah, with two minutes left in the game, he freaking th- Gosh, dude, he's so good. The Colts that's what that was basically what the Colts were doing. Oh,
1: Deshaun Kaiser.
0: Deshaun Kaiser?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Here's a... by the way, so you watched the Colts game. Yeah. That's first of all I can't believe I'm just learning this. <laughs> that's hilarious. I thought it was a blowout. I was I have the Packer or the Bears D on a waiver. <laughs> and I was like, man, they look really good with Cleo Mag, and then I should have thought about it, like, oh, but they were playing against Deshaun Kaiser.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so you watched the Colts game? Yep. I think this is a joke I'm gonna tell at an open mic tomorrow night, I'm doing an or Wednesday night. I'm doing an open mic Wednesday night to promote the show, Friday, which by the way is a big week in comedy. This is kind of the first of the uh, revolution we'll talk about here shortly.
1: The revolution is amongst us,
0: and it starts this week, well, Thursday night at red curb comedy in avon indiana you can go to red curb comedy on facebook and get links to get tickets it's jeff horst from comedy central kevin hart's the next level it's the new comedy central half hour he's going to be headlining i will be featuring and josh springer will be hosting and then friday night kettle top brew house in anderson indiana then we will have jeff horst headlining i will be featuring and kyle buck will be hosting with a uh Guest appearance by Josh Springer of Bottoms Up. Mm. So those are two great shows. I am telling you, Jeff Horse is really funny. Like everyone needs to go out and support this. If this does like if this doesn't work, they I'm it's going to be tough for me to sell comedy. <laughs> like if you want me to keep trying to bring great comedians to places that you know, like comedy clubs are expensive and pri- you know, pri- you know parking downtown is expensive. For any club you go to. Um And sometimes drinks can be a little pricier comedy clubs. So go see comedy in a spacious, open environment. You know, uh, ample parking, reasonably priced drinks, and great comics. It's comedy club experience in a smaller city atmosphere. But all that stuff I said about comedy clubs, ignore it on October 19th and 20th. <laughs> and go watch me headline Joker's. I will find out Thursday if this is going to be my album recording
1: as well. So, anyways, how the hell do we get all the way on that? I don't know. You segued into it, but uh, it was a good promo, though. Yeah, it was. It was a good promo. Oh, uh, uh, fantasy football. No, I no, no, no ask Colts. If, yeah, I thought
0: I was gonna oh, talk. I think I was gonna do a joke right. like this. So, uh, this is what I noticed in that Colts game Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Think about the names on the team.
1: Okay. Andrew
0: Luck, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Marlon Mack. Yep. Jordan Wilkins. T.Y. Hilton. Eric Ebron. Jack Doyle. (laughs) The rest of those sound like badasses and football players, and Jack Doyle sounds like the bumbling neighbor in a sitcom.
1: I thought you were gonna say they sound like wrestler names. No, uh, some I of fully, them
0: could be. I fu- you're gonna let me finish? This. I just said I'm this as a joke. Oh yeah, this is, the, this is the first time I said it out loud. I just thought about it today. Okay. Uh, Jack Doyle says like the bumbling neighbor in a sitcom. I fully expected when uh, when luck when he you know like when when luck watched him fumble that ball when Jack Doyle turned around it was just Don Knotts <laughs> go whoa I'm sorry Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Get it? Because Andrew Luck and Andy Griffith. Uh-huh. I got it. We'll see how much, uh, how many hipsters know about the Andy Griffith show and Don Knotts. Mm. That'd be a great yeah. bar joke. Yeah, though. good luck with that one. That'd be a great bar joke. No, I'll kill them bars. Mm-hmm. That's about the time reference that works in a lot of bar shows. But not anymore. There's a revolution coming. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, man, what did you think when you saw Jack Doyle
1: fumble that ball? Which one?
0: Uh, the one wa- really
1: i don't remember the g-
0: fumble that lost the game i was driving home from oklahoma city listening to that game on tune in radio thank you for the free week trial by the <laughs> way i might pay for one month uh in when i'm on my way back from tulsa but uh no uh i was listening to that game on the radio mm-hmm. you didn't watch? they you said you watched it i watched it i don't remember much of it how do you not remember the biggest play of the game this wasn't. This was. It was literally the like they were driving down the field with like two minutes left. Luck had him at the uh like thirty, and then he threw a pass or whatever, and Jack Doyle got to the fifteen and fumbled the ball. Oh
1: yeah, I do and remember Cincinnati
0: that. ran it back for a touchdown.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah, that sucked. So all you had to do was say the touchdown part. I remember that part.
0: Man, three years, I can't, or four years, Hmm. right? We just celebrated four years on the showdown? Yeah. I can't believe you've been doing podcasts for four years, and that's what you contributed to my question. What did you think of Jack Doyle's fumble? First of all, the biggest play of the game, the ending of the game, like you act like you don't, you act like he fumbled five times. All within the last, you know, few minutes of the game. <laughs> and then when I pinpointed it down, you gave me a, that sucked? Was that what you said?
1: Yeah. Well, what can you do? I mean, what can you do? That sucks.
0: I'm trying to do the podcast <laughs> you want. This was, I thought, the kind of podcast you wanted to do. Talking sports. Actually talking sports.
1: I didn't have much to say. I mean, it's the first game of the season. I mean, it's not like... And half half the games, I think they're only going to win six games this year anyway. And I don't What? Th- You're insane. Yep. I I predicted that will win six. What basis games. are you
0: using for that? Um,
1: I looked at the schedule.
0: Okay, you know what? Let's I again, one of us finally is prepared using the technology available. Let's look at uh, the Colts schedule, okay? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it is not the smart person who has the technology <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> schedule uh what if i don't want week
1: one what if i want like teams? why don't you do a search Colts schedule yeah
0: you know, that's probably smarter
1: i think i can probably find it before you do yeah here i got it right uh, here, here. We go.
0: so next week they play the redskins
1: yes they and will lose
0: why do you think they're going to lose to the redskins why do you think the redskins are good
1: i don't think the redskins are good but i think they're better than the colts
0: why What well, get what makes you think that
1: um the running game the running who game- is their running back uh, there's a rookie and somebody else but it doesn't matter because the, ru- the running game always do- does well against the colts
0: um there's a rookie and somebody else that we it, said. Yeah. um by the way that someone else he's referring to is adrian peterson possibly one of the greatest running backs in the history of the nfl
1: there you go i forgot okay I forgot uh but yes, I mean that's even proving even more positive that that they're going to run all over him.
0: Okay, um so you have a lot of confidence in Alex Smith?
1: Mhm. Not a lot. I got enough that he's 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 got enough talent there still that he'll be able he'll be able to to beat the Colts for sure. And you can't sleep on him either. He's not that bad. Uh, okay, yeah. He's kind of bad. We'll see.
0: What uh I'll take Andrew Luck over Alex Smith Well duh I would too So why are you not taking Why are you taking Alex Smith over Andrew Luck Because here's the thing dude Running back, Adrian Peterson can't run all over the Colts If the Colts are up By a touchdown or two
1: it'll, Then it'll, Alex
0: Smith has to win the game And Luck can get you dude, Luck's first game back he They should have won And that's his first game back in two years and he only had one interception. He had two touchdowns and over 300 yards. Mhm. So what do you think he's going to do as the season progresses and he gets more into a groove?
1: Well, he's not beating Washington.
0: Why? He's still because I, of Adrian Peterson?
1: Not solely. I think I think Washington's a better team.
0: But outside of Adrian Peterson the being Colts able to run, defense on the defense
1: is weak. The offensive line is banged up. Who uh. knows if Kstanzos is going to play? He didn't play this week. I know. That's what I'm saying. And they should have won. He he may not, he there's a possibility he may not play next week. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, by the way, yeah, Washington's defense is really good. They shut down that high powered Sam Bradford, uh, and 40 year old Larry Fitzgerald led offense.
1: Hey, there you go. At the start.
0: Okay, so let's go to the next game. Okay, so next. you've got 0 and 1. So then the following game is uh, the Eagles. Yep, on my birthday in Philly.
1: Okay. Philadelphia's winning. 16-year-old girl. Yes.
0: Uh, so you, I'm guessing you have the Colts losing. Yes. Um, now, the Eagles are good. I'll give you that. And Ajayi is good, too. But, again, I'm also – I don't I don't know if that's a give me. The fact that Luck is back and looks like Luck, you have to remember, this is the guy that dragged – And they're also dragged, going into Philly. That dragged really worse teams to 11-5 and five and 12-4. and four. So – And well, they're going into Philly. So they're 0-3. Philly. Then they have the Texans at home. They're losing. Okay. Uh, Then the Patriots in New England.
1: That's a given. They're losing. Okay. It's not a given. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Then they have the Jets. This is one to win. So now they're 1-5. and Then the Bills at home. That's who they're beating again. That's 2-5. and The next game is... uh, the Raiders. Losing. Why do you think they're losing to the Raiders? Why do you think the Raiders are good?
1: Because they are.
0: What did they, they play tonight, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know, dude. They 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 don't even think they won five games last year. And they don't have Michael Crabtree anymore.
1: They got Marshawn Lynch.
0: Who's who's questionable even for tonight?
1: And they got David, is it Derek or David? David David Carr. David Carr. No, Derek Carr.
0: No. Yeah, they have Derek Carr.
1: Is it Derek? Okay, yeah, it's Derek.
0: Who uh, broke his back last year.
1: And he's playing again. And hasn't
0: looked the same since he came back from that. Then they have Jacksonville at home. I think I have. Jacksonville just struggled with the Giants, who are worse than the Colts.
1: Yeah, I I think I had them splitting with Jacksonville.
0: Then the Titans, who are bad. Who just lost to the Dolphins.
1: I think I had them split with... with.
0: Then the Dolphins. By week Then the Jags in Jacksonville. Then the Texans in Houston. The Cowboys at home. Uh, Giants at home. Titans. One, two, three. I think that's at least three guaranteed wins in the season. Maybe not guaranteed. The other Titans game is four. There's your six. Uh... I, and like I said, I think they can beat the Raiders easily. I think they'll beat the Jags. Because here's the thing: if with Blake Bortles, I feel like okay, so the Colts can't stop anybody running. If there's a threat to pass, <laughs> I feel like they can stack up the box on Fournette if he's still healthy when they play. I and I feel say. like they can make Blake Bortles try to beat him. And I don't think Blake Bortles. Plus, don't forget, dude. I mean, give Malik Hooker some games to to get you know adjusted and and progress and kind of gave I me mean, that was his first nfl game he's the guy we drafted in the first round mm-hmm. safety right so the defense might be improved give it time you don't you never know with nfl defenses until a few weeks into the season no, that was and you usually with the exception of teams like the steelers or you know the vikings or the the jags recently like defenses shift and become better or worse year to year i mean look dude the patriots I think a few years have won Super Bowls or gone to Super Bowls with the worst defense in the league. You you know what's way more important than a defense? A oh, quarterback. A good offense. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. A quarterback. Jacksonville's a good offense, but they don't have a good, great quarterback. Great quarterback trumps almost anything in football.
1: All right. I'm still saying six wins. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So well, now that we I
0: got your ridiculous view out of the way, how'd your fantasy teams do? I was
1: going to ask you about yours and uh, Sergeant Well, Frenzy. I don't know yet
0: because, uh, like I said, I slept on, the, uh, on Rogers. So how about this? Go ahead and tell me about yours, and I'll look mine All up. All
1: right, let's see. I have a total of five teams this year, and I'm winning that one. How many
0: are paid leagues that you paid to be in? One. Let's hear about that one and only that one. Okay. No one wants to hear about your free rolls.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm currently. What is this team name? Two girlies, one cup. Oh, God. Is that all your teams? Nah. Well, give us the other team names. you want the other team names? Okay. Uh, Let's see. No, for your for your teams. Oh, in that league?
0: No, 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 no. For your specific teams, okay. not your other league teams. Okay. Your,
1: your team. I have one that's uh, TY very much. Like, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Uh, Easy Drake Oven. For Kenyon Drake? Yeah. yeah Kenyon Drake? Uh huh. This one was one I just never changed. I needed a team at the very beginning and just... I couldn't think of anything. It's just (laughs) Naptown Ninjas. (laughs) I know it's fucking stupid. That's it? Uh, I've got one other team here. Hold on. Uh, This one's just Team Gonzo. That's with a bunch of people that used to work at Blockbuster.
0: Okay, so... Go ahead now and... uh, So,
1: in in this league that I'm actually paying in, I... Am up one forty two point nine to one nineteen point five, and he's got Marshawn Lynch. I have Golden taint. Oh God! Just, just say, just don't, don't try for those jokes. What?
0: Oh, you, oh you, th- you were weren't aware that you made a mistake there. It's the a very, very strange mistake to make. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone not, uh, who doesn't understand comedy trying to make a joke, but <laughs> I guess it was just a weird coincidence.
1: Yeah, It was just totally weird. But yeah, that's... Uh, so how's
0: your team that actually you paid money for? That's, the, it. The that's it. That's it.
1: Huh? That's the one I just told you. I'm up 142.9 to 119.5. Do
0: they have anyone left?
1: Marshawn Lynch.
0: Sorry, I was trying to I was trying to get over your golden taint joke. You have <laughs> well who, I
1: said all that before the golden taint joke. <laughs>
0: is that all you Well but it, but it erased everything that you had <laughs> said previously. So wait, wait. And so yes
1: I have him. That's my only one going tonight. Okay. So he's gotta get he's gotta cover like about thirty points just to wait, beat me.
0: What do you mean? Because they have Marshawn Lynch?
1: Yeah. He needs like twenty about twenty five or so, twenty three Oh points to beat me. But I have so why do you think
0: you need thirty?
1: Well, because I've got Tate too. He's going to score some points. Oh, so. he needs thirty. Yeah. I thought
0: you were saying Tate needed thirty for you to no, like no. secure the win. And I'm like, well, that's fucking giving Marshawn Lynch a lot of credit there.
1: No, I'm talking about the other guy. He's okay, there. okay. Anyways, all right. So,
0: do you want to hear about my yeah. team? So this, okay, so here's this league. This one, We'll start with this one before the Sergeant Frenzy one will be like the the headliner. Okay. This one is with my friend Josh. Uh and I mean it's a it's a smaller league. It's only eight teams. Uh I don't know what the buy in was. I got a free buy in this year because I won last year. Last year this was the team where I had Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, and Leonard Fournette as my four top four running backs on my team.
1: All right, not bad. That was
0: like four of the top five, I believe, in rushing last year. Anyways. Uh this year, we did an auction draft. By the way, have you done one of those? No. Well, it sucked because, okay, my phone, this is when, before I got this new phone, you know, before right. I became a fugitive of AT&T. My phone freaking dies.
1: Your iPhone one.
0: Yes, right as the draft starts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have a laptop or anything, so I had no way to do the draft. So I auto-drafted. My phone wouldn't shut back on. (laughs) And so, uh, which, by the way, I believe it was the next day is when I went and got a new phone. Because you are so pissed off. Kind of. So, and I needed one anyways. But anyways, so I I wasn't comfortable with the auction draft anyways because I just feel weird about a bunch of
1: white people, uh, you know, buying black athletes. I take that back. A long time ago, when I first started doing fantasy uh, g- um, games or whatever, I did one. This was before it was all online, too. So that's why I, f- I forgot about it. But I did do one. And you're right. It is a little. It, it, it's In retrospect, it's a little weird, I guess. But I never really thought about it that way.
0: You were, like, so close and on the fringe of making a really good joke. And I could tell you weren't even aware of it. And you instead went with giving me uh, your outdated, pre-online, fuzzy, probably not even thinking about it at the time, recollection of how you felt, when you should have gone with, I did one a long time ago, like back, you know, it was one of those like back before the fantasy leagues were online. It was, uh, you know, back when slavery was <laughs> mm.
1: around
0: that. Like, I thought that's the joke you were going to go to. Nah. I thought that's where you're heading. I thought that was the direction you're heading towards. But instead, you gave me your honest analysis mm. that you did. Again, of an event you didn't even remember happening a few minutes ago. But suddenly now you could put yourself there and remember what you were thinking. So I didn't get to draft this team.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: But uh, right now, week one, uh, I'm playing Josh. who's my friend who's like the commissioner of the league. I have one player remaining to play tonight, and it is Jared Goff. He has, oh, the guy that you're terrified of, Marshawn Lynch and Brandon Cooks. Right now, he's sitting at 106 points. I'm sitting at 148.7.
1: Hmm. That could come down to uh that could come down to the end.
0: I got a forty two point lead with my quarterback going.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's got two players. Yeah. I like my chances. Uh although
0: I although I liked Chicago's chances last night too when I turned the T V off. Yeah, you did. Um as of right now I believe I'll end up being the highest scoring person in the league this week, I Because there's somebody that has one fifty nine right now and they have the Rams defense going. But defenses in our league, I believe, like your point total goes down fast. So, I mean golf if you it's a high like six points for touchdowns on quarterbacks. So like if golf has a good night and Rams like throw the ball.
1: I hope they do because I've got golf on one of my on one of my teams.
0: One of your teams is wait, he's your Sure. Back up on the team that you paid for? No. Oh, then we don't care, Corey. No. We I... only talk about the teams you paid for. Quit trying to slip in your updates of fucking, uh, you know, thanks for the memories or whatever the fuck your other teams are. Thanks for the memories. So just the one you paid for. All right. And in the Sergeant Frenzy League, mm-hmm. uh, I am playing, who is it? What's his name? Uh...
1: What's his name? Bye week. <laughs> um, that's a weird name.
0: You know what I hate about NFL.com? Is that
1: really somebody's team name? Yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. Uh,
0: really? You're you're sorry?
1: No, because I just I just said that's a weird name.
0: Yeah, ne- yeah, yeah. Team Gonzo is. <laughs> um, actually, I actually think it's cool. I like that name. I don't think it's a bad name. (laughs) You don't like bye week It's funny. It's self-deprecating. It's not to love. So here's the thing. bye week has Amari Cooper left to go.
1: Okay. I have Brandon Cooks and Greg Zerline. So between those two teams, you're really... Well, you are kind of stuck with Cooks, though. I was going to say you hope for all Rams to do well but at the same time you got cooks going against you on the other team so yeah but i'm
0: pretty sure i've got that game locked up despite your i mean you're terrified of 40 year old on lynch so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens he, tonight he's just there so he doesn't get fined <laughs> um and by the way uh yeah i have uh greg Zerline, he's like the fucking kicker that
1: remember last year i did i had that dude last year he's always done well He's because they
0: score a shit ton of touchdowns and they get it, they kick a lot of field goals.
1: Yeah. He, well, he's always be, even before playing good know, weather years, even before recent years, he's always d- been a real good kicker. Playing good have.
0: weather, you play uh, a lot of west coast teams, a lot of sunny
1: sunny games,
0: so you don't have to worry about like I don't ever get kickers from like the Midwest and you know, like a Chicago or Green Bay or whatever cause they play in snow too much.
1: I look at Guskowski. He's a good one to have.
0: Uh. Yeah, but it's more rare.
1: Trying to think if there's anybody else.
0: Let's not. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to get derailed into that. <laughs> By the way, I'm also up one forty to one twenty nine on the guy. You had no idea what the score was before you were telling me to be to watch yeah. out for. I hope Brandon Cooks has a decent game. Like if he if he gets twelve points, I'm fine. That's not a really decent game, but I'll take it. Like it's I don't need much out of him. And you're right; that would then cause the other team to. It better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, I still can't get over the fact that that's Devontae Adams. That whole thing.
1: Why? What happened? Or not Devontae Adams. Just the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. P- real A bit of a different uh, player there.
0: That is incredible. All right, so let's talk about the revolution. The revolution is here. So not just Red Curb and Kettletop. That's just the start. I have... Uh, Talked with uh, my former WrestleMania co-host, Brent Terhune, a couple of my other friends. And I talked to actually a lot of comics about this. Just how, you know, you can get to a certain point in your career and there's a lot of politics that are involved in comedy. And there's a lot of um, undeserved opportunities given out. And we kind of like a lot of the guys I've talked to, we just kind of realized like, man, a lot of us feel a little overlooked and, uh, you know, like, we probably should be maybe, uh, you know, we should have more opportunities than we do. And I'm not talking, by the way, like TV Like I'm talking about just work. Like, regular work, being booked and everything. And so instead of kind of waiting for places to give us those chances, uh, we're just going to all... Basically, it's going to start like uh, remember, we talked uh, on we talked about this WrestleMania about the all in event, it was an independent wrestling promotion that was uh, put together by you know some of the top independent guys, and it became kind of a huge, huge symbol that you can build something outside of the mainstream and it be successful if you have a good product. And that was uh, part of the inspiration I got for. Well, shit, they do a thing called Bullet Club in independent pro wrestling, which is like a group of wrestlers that may not even be on the same, you know, event. But every time they're introduced or they go somewhere or whatever, they're known as a member of the Bullet Club. And you start, right, you start to know who these guys are and you kind of then learn about other people through that.
1: Are you gonna give me anything? I thought you were this? telling a story. I was just. Well, but you can. But, okay. So do you understand mm-hmm. that when? Yes. When mm-hmm. some when, when someone mm-hmm. on a podcast is telling yes. a
0: story, I see. They're talking to an audience who isn't live, mm-hmm. and so like yeah, things like that mm-hmm. that makes it so does sound like somebody's just talking by themselves in a room when when it's a, you know, two person show. Mm-hmm. There's two. There's two much. See that microphone? Mm-hmm. Thank you. There you go. You're picking it up. So, anyways, oh, and, and, and yeah, I mean, this yeah. is something you kind of know about, so you could g- g- offer some stuff up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so I thought, why can't you? Why can't we do that in comedy? Mm-hmm. Okay, don't don't be distracting. With it. <laughs> why can't we do that in comedy? Why can't, uh, why can't we? Why can't there be this group of guys who just, you know, brand themselves together? Like a lot of comedians, when they become successful, bring friends into comedy who weren't even comedians, just their friends, you know, people they're taking care of out of their life. Right. Uh, And sometimes it's other comedians. But we haven't ever seen anything like where it's guys who were established individually, you know, coming up, Mm -hmm. forming together like a wrestling faction.
1: Huh? They come together like Voltron.
0: I, I apologize for telling you you should try to add verbal content let's go back to the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that do you understand mm-hmm. okay good so that's kind of what i want to start like you know i mean here's the thing it's it's nothing that's like a it's not like a huge announcement we're not going to start like you know we're not going to get a flag made up and then just start pr- parking out in front of comedy clubs and trying to take them over mm-hmm. it's just i hate you so fucking much <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> You should see how many times I go in and out of your building before I actually come to your apartment. <laughs> just ah, I, how many times I just pull a gun, and just go, should I just end everything now, just end the life before I have to deal with them. No, anyways, uh, it's it's a it starts off just basically the guys that are interested that I've you know that I know are kind of on board with maybe trying to do some grassroots type stuff. You just brand it, like I, all you'll see all my little photos now. Uh, You want to hear the name of the revolution?
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: (sighs) The DIY Jokers. Do it yourself. Yes. What did you say it was earlier?
1: Don't ignore your Jokers. That's uh, that's it's
0: been the best thing you've contributed to the whole show. Thank you very much. And it's a horrible joke you made <laughs> earlier. I'm not saying that was a great contribution by the way. Uh, I think it was pretty good. I'm using it as parallel to what else you've brought to the table this this episode. <laughs> Which is
1: not much. It must have been good. You had you had me repeat it. it
0: Bring things to the table. Is that expression from like pitching food, food pitchings? Would you bring to the table? Like, what food did you bring to the table? Is that where we got that from? Because we use it for all other types of stuff.
1: I guess so. And why is your phone not on silent, mister?
0: Uh, Because I thought maybe one of the people that's going to co host and fill in on the showdown might need to get a hold of me and I didn't want to ignore him.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess that's a good point. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, What were we talking about?
0: I don't know. I hate you so much. DIY, we're gonna do it ourselves. We're going to like I said, it'll just be small branding at first. Have a little logo made up. And uh like I'll post one thing on social media about it. And I honestly, I feel like a lot of people won't totally get it at first. So I think I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel a lot of reluctance from a lot of people, but I have a feeling there'll be a couple of guys that'll really embrace it and want to try to start something. Because here's the thing all it takes is just branding for a while. And doing normal things like this doesn't have to be the focal point. It's not gonna be like the focal point if I'm guessing all of our careers or anything. It's just one of those things. I'm gonna try to get some shirts made up. We can wear shirts. I'm gonna wear sh- that shirt when I'm on stage. I I love doing that. By the way, for one, makes it a lot easier for me to not have to pick out real clothes to wear. <laughs> I can just you know throw an advertisement on.
1: on You're just a walking billboard. Pretty
0: much, and yeah, but that's kind of where it starts. Just branding, and if we all individually. Start achieving more success in comedy, which all of us have, like the guys that I know that have been interested in doing something like this, have all, we've all progressed in comedy, you know? Like everybody's moving on to different levels, some mm-hmm. higher than others. I'm looking up at a lot of them. Yep. But still, all of us have, you know, grown and gotten more success. And I feel like if we all banded together to give each other help, Everybody would benefit. I'm basically doing this to try to get people to get, you know, to get their opportunities and and, and do the
1: work. And I get to just go, I'm a part of that. <laughs> Look, I was at the bottom there. That's trying to get at-
0: them seven million views.
1: That's my name at the bottom of the. By the way, do you
0: know I'm, I'm re- referencing there? What? Seven million views. No. Uh, friend of the show. Former WrestleMania co-host. The Punisher. The Never heard of Bread of Bulls. Britt Turcune. Never heard of him. Seven million views over seven million views. The last time I checked, by the way, it could be more than that
1: on his last redneck video. Oh my god, those things are so funny, and it's so funny, even funnier to read the comments. This
0: could—it's weird because so like it was like probably a week or two before he made that video that we started talking about like, hey, we should because I just I just watched that all-in thing that event, and I just sent him a text, and I'm like, man, we need to. You know, we need to do something like what they're doing. Like, we need to we need to kind of give the power back to the comics and show that there's comics that aren't just, you know, getting the headlining spots at mainstream comedy clubs because they've been on TV at one point. And he was like, yeah, I was actually talking to another mutual friend of ours, um, Ryan Niemiller, about that and just kind of a do-it-yourself, which is kind of where I got the idea for the name, kind of like a do-it-yourself comedy thing. And uh, I said, yeah, and also like a Bullet Club where everybody just – Helps one brand and everybody just tries to help each other out and you know, we just keep adding comics that we meet and like and know are good and actually work Because it's, it's one thing like there's a the group. The number of comedians is huge, right? Thousands, thousands of them. When you break it down to the number of comedians actively really pursuing comedy, you know, like full time dedicating their entire lives to it Uh. That number gets a lot smaller. One, a lot of guys get to a point and get comfortable enough where they don't have to. And they don't need to. And that's fine. Uh, Other, you know, guys just don't see the point in doing a lot of the little things, the little details and things, and the little things you have to do to create something. Like, I think most people ignore the details on almost anything, especially when it comes to, like, business and stuff. So, we're just looking for the, we're trying to just build up the guys that we've, the guys that we're all mutual friends with anyways. Right. Like, I know, I, I know whenever I work at a club, if like, you know, when we talk about, you know, acts or whatever, the people they have coming up, a lot of times a lot of clubs will ask you for features or for headliners or for ideas or whatever, of people to book. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, man, if we all had a brand to put behind it, and we can have like like the next step will be at some point when we have enough people that are in, on board with it and actually you know contributing and trying to to brand this thing we get a website where all of our information is put together. So you could go to this website, look up me, Terhune, Nemail, or whoever else, and even have links to their website. Have links to it. Maybe we create a merch store for all of us and
1: collectively sell. You can our have. Stuff. You can ha- have sample clips. Well, of course.
0: Good contribution, Corey.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking.
0: (laughs) Corey's the guy that when he's helping hang a photo, he's like, uh, hey, Corey, can you help us out? Yeah, I would use a nail. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Corey. Appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) But no, I feel like it's a cool idea. I don't think it's been done really in comedy. I mean, it it probably has been attempted or has been done. I'm just not aware of it. But to, to my knowledge... For my comedy that I watch, I haven't seen anything like that where you see one specific brand. Unless it's unless it's like a blue collar. But that's more like that started as a tour. Right. Those guys weren't going and doing individual shows and like and wearing blue already, collar
1: shirts and stuff. Yeah, and those guys were already big even before they did it. Well, cause
0: honestly, so ideally at some point if this if this were to catch on, you know, and it would become a thing that people would, would know. Not, not talking about comics or, you know, people that follow comedy. I'm talking about just regular people would be aware of something like that. You could basically then, it then becomes almost like a, either a talent management agency or it's a a bridge to talent management. You know what I mean? Right. Like Like where talent managers, like that's ideally would be the, I think maybe the peak or the pinnacle is talent managers going to, you know... That brand and and to try to find people. Mm-hmm. Because it's been established enough that, you know because that's the thing. We also have to be somewhat selective. We can't just meet open micers we like and be like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? Right. Um I mean, I guess we could. I don't know. I don't know what no. the what the better play is.
1: No, if it's a club, you have to be selective. That's true.
0: And I guess you don't want like like I guess you don't want somebody wearing that shirt who was super nice to you one day, and then the next week they're just going up and doing an open mic like rape, abortion, rape, abortion, kill the Jews, and you're like
1: ah yeah yeah. So
0: yeah, that would be a little selective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, the idea was I just mean, for the guys wanna, that we know, anyways.
1: You, you know, to keep the wrestling perspective, you don't want it to be an in, in NWO and have like guys like Virgin. No, 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 or, no. You
0: want it to be NWO. You don't want it to be NWO Wolfpack.
1: No or LWO. No, well, yeah, but with the original NWO, you had Virgil and Brian Adams, and you had a bunch of guys. Well, in think there about this. So, what's the there.
0: popular? What's the most popular faction
1: now? Currently. Yeah, in all of wrestling. Sorry to go off on a wrestling tangent here. In all of wrestling. It's probably gonna be uh, it's either Shield or Bullet Club.
0: Oh, it's well. Bullet Club.
1: It is Bullet Club.
0: One hundred percent. You don't think so? I'll say this if the numbers are the other way, it is because of
1: child fans. Right. That's why I'm saying you still got a lot of kids out there that like Shield though.
0: Okay. Well, but I okay, so for adults. Yeah, Bullet course. club. Yeah, of course it's Bullet Club. I just wish you would have just said Bullet Club only.
1: <laughs> you should have phrased the question the right way.
0: They have like um like so they, they're selective, but they also like if you if you notice, they don't just take the best wrestlers. It's like whoever's right for what they're branding. Because, like, Stephen Emil, right? That's his name? Mm-hmm. He's a member of the Bullet Club. Is he? Yeah. The guy has, that. like, the exact same logo as they do, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, it said something else. It said but you know why? Why? Because he's a fucking famous actor. <laughs> he bring you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. So even though he's not a true wrestler, guess what? We already got one of those. Yeah. Josh Springer from Bottoms Up. <laughs> official, official. And that, you know, that would be, honestly, I bet you money, that's one of the first people that embraces something like this. It's the spirit of which he he started his company with. Do it yourself. Don't wait on the opportunities. Go take them.
1: Will you guys have little hand signals that you do?
0: No, but Yeah, we're just going to steal the too sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll make it like the okay thing.
1: No, you can't do that, because apparently that means white supremacy. What? Yeah, I know. That's what I said, too. I thought
0: it meant you got hit in the balls if you looked.
1: No, I actually, it started out to where it's like, look, oh, now I get to punch you two times, because you, you looked at my finger and my pointer finger I and my thumb. C- I
0: clarified the physical assault part with the smacking of the balls.
1: Yeah, but uh, I, I saw something, I saw this political clip and it, and some lady had done it, said, oh, look, she's doing white supremacy. That's the sh- That's their symbol. I'm like... How the fuck do you get that? Last I checked, that meant okay.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me ask you this. Mm. Did you Google this information?
1: Did I Google it? No. Okay. I wasn't. It's not like I looked it up.
0: So you're 100% confident going on a podcast downloaded by over 30 people. (laughs) And you're really cool with just, just going, you know what? Yeah. White supremacists are using the okay sign. Yeah, and your source on that?
1: Several people is, on Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was a comment on Facebook, but either way,
1: <laughs> it's just as bad. Yeah, that's what they said. Though I was like, I, I, I was like, I have never heard that before.
0: You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google. Does OK hand sign mean white supremacy?
1: Why are the feds at my door now? I'm not sure what he's found. Oh, my God. This
0: is so perfect. What's it say? Uh, Okay, first of all, the girl's not flashing that sign. That's just the way her hand is.
1: Oh, I know. I, I don't agree with anything that they said.
0: Now, uh, to be fair, media outlets did report that that was a white, uh, you know, white, uh, what's it called, white uh, white power symbol. Okay. Uh, because there was a troll meme <laughs> <laughs> that, that said that.
1: This is why you can't take news. Which, you know what,
0: what do you want to bet that that meme was a photo of that and it said, uh, like, I bet the top or whatever, it's one of those you have to, like, scroll down or click on or something, and the Mm -hmm. top says, like, you know, uh, did you see the new hand symbol for white power? And then you click on it and it's it's like, ah, I made you look, you know? Yeah. Like, I bet you it's a meme like that. So, perfectly fitting that Corey got taken by fake news. (laughs) Oh, uh, so perfect. So, okay. Yeah. That's not a white power symbol. <laughs> so it is free to be our rest, our comedy faction hand symbol. You know what? Now I can't even do it because I, I hate you so much. Because <laughs> you're
1: going to be thinking about it every
0: time. Maybe we'll we'll cross our arms and hit our chest. and, <laughs> and That's Wakanda. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, we'll come up with something. But, no, I just, I mean... Honestly, that's a big part of establishing anything. It's just branding. Again, simple signal? Oh, my God. Really? I tried to get us into a, like a conversation that would just kind of oh, get away from this. I was trying to just get away from this. And I thought, okay, I'll go this way and have a smooth exit out. And you were just like, nope. I'm just going to do construction everywhere you're trying to turn. <laughs>
1: just call me an orange barrel.
0: Call you an orange barrel? <laughs> Or put you in an orange the barrel in the middle kid. of traffic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just, It's something that if if everybody gets on board with or enough people get on board with and make it a thing, you become associated with it. Would you not say people would associate me with bottoms up like if they've followed my comedy career on social media at all over the last couple of years? Either
1: that or they think you're a drinker. Okay
0: again (laughs) just left me nowhere to go (laughs) just nowhere absolutely to go um yeah all right (laughs) so this past week (laughs) was one of my favorite weeks of the year although i hadn't gotten to have this week in 18 months i was back in oklahoma city i did the thing where like i did it i think earlier the year before uh so, like, you know, 2016, I believe I did it earlier, or maybe I did it, like, at the very beginning of 2017. So then, like, I had to, you know, I had to wait for 2018, but now I did the end, so it's, like, a long stretch in between, which sucks. Because I had people reaching out to me from Oklahoma City through, like, Instagram and stuff, saying that they were, you know, uh, this one girl works for a radio station. Uh, you know, it was like, let me know when you're coming back, and all, blah, blah, blah. And I hit her up, and... You know, anytime you're gone from somewhere like a year and a half, they just kind of forget.
1: Oh, you are who now?
0: The reason I just gave us like four seconds of silence is because I want you to know that that's better
1: content than what you just <laughs> gave us. Oh, my impersonations are spot on. You're just jealous.
0: So it's been a while since I've been to <laughs> Oklahoma City. I love this club. It is is we've talked on this show a lot about. I have a philosophy for running a successful comedy club, and again, no coincidence, a club that is like the philosophy that I've learned. One of the like this is one of the clubs I learned this philosophy from, by the way, and that I took things from. Uh, they know how to run a really good comedy club, and that's why they're able to sustain a Wednesday through Saturday schedule. Do you know how insane that is? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, there's a lot of clubs that, you know, a while back went down to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and have now gone Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that wasn't intentional. I, was I just... don't know whether it is or not anymore. <laughs> I just
0: feel like all you're doing is just, you're trying to just I'm not doing block me from from having any good content. Like, like every time I try to get on a roll, you're just there to play defense.
1: Uh, you interrupted yourself, okay
0: <laughs> so uh things so few things they do that I picked up from this club especially that I've like noticed have stood out that I don't see a lot of clubs doing. They have a mic that is a black gentleman photographed with me on my social media Brad Scott comedy. Mike is a like he looks like Wesley Snipes kinda. I mean that like he's just cut. Okay. And he's like not a small guy. And he's also very friendly. Super nice. Right? Okay. So he's like the guy that, you know, announces seating and kind of coordinates everyone else, you know, everyone in the showroom and stuff. And he's the guy that will take care of hecklers and people talking and people using their phones and stuff. Because this is why every club needs a mic. You need Either a really big or really cut muscular black guy who looks intimidating because when people start to heckle or people talk too loud or whatever, when the, you know, when the, when the badass black dude comes towards them, they usually will, will, you know, behave quicker Mm -hmm. and more often than if, you know, just a manager comes. Mm -hmm. Like the white guy who has like the loose tie and stuff. Uh, So you need a mic. You know, and he does so much for them. Like I said, he coordinates everything pre-show, coordinates everything during the show. He'll take care of anything you need uh, while you're there. Uh, it's He's so valuable because of the experience he helps provide. And I don't understand why every club doesn't have someone like that. Just somebody that coordinates and make. Because, like, dude, you don't have to worry about really heckling or anything.
1: Yeah, you say every club needs a mic. I think every club should have a mic.
0: I hope you meant Michael, not microphone.
1: (laughs) The world will never know.
0: No, we know.
1: (laughs) We know.
0: They also have Jay. He is the bartender. He is, again, just extremely nice. Like, that's another... Running theme with clubs that, that are successful is the staff is just really nice to the comics, the way they treat their customers. It creates a fun atmosphere, like it creates an atmosphere you feel welcomed in, and they treat you like you're a rock star because you're one of the comedians. And not a lot of clubs do that. It sounds weird because you everybody when they go to comedy shows assumes that you would, you know you're doing they actually assume your life is way better than it really is, mm-hmm. but again not every club does this and they do and jay uh there's a photo again on Brascott comic we'll I'll post these on i say we'll I'll post these on uh subjectives later but there's a photo of jay as well the bartender
1: i saw the he picture. wore my shirt I saw the picture
0: you know how cool that is i
1: I still think that's the coolest thing oh he's wearing the super dad shirt wasn't he Or single dad I mean
0: wearing one of the black I'm not gonna lie shirts. literally couldn't have been further away from what mm-hmm. you said, yep one shirt's what happens before the other mm-hmm. so uh yeah, it's just it was a fun week. They pay you well like they pay they pay good, and I always sell a lot of merchandise uh I have bottoms up merchandise with me this time since I am bottoms up sponsor comedian. And I sold a lot of bottoms-up shirts and koozies and gave out a lot of bottoms-up stickers. So it was a fun, fun week. I was working with uh, Ricky Reyes, very nice guy, very funny comic. And our host, James, is this uh, cool Asian. I thought he was a kid. He was 34. <laughs> so yeah, it was a fun week. It was a really fun week. And I'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Bin in two weeks. Not this well, next week—not this week, but next—and then uh, I'll be home for I believe a week, and then I'll be somewhere uh, up north, Wisconsin, that Minnesota. So else. Friday, Saturday, it's like a Wisconsin, and then the next night Minnesota, I think. Minnesota, maybe. and then the uh, yeah, then uh, a couple weeks from that uh, is what I was wanting to get to next, October nineteenth and twentieth. Well, first before that, actually, the Red Curb and Kettle Top uh, back-to-back showcases with Dave Landau. October 12th and 13th
1: when you go to Minnesota is that anywhere near Sergeant Frenzy
0: really you how would I know I don't know on the spot
1: Yep. how would I know yep you should tell him to show up this time
0: okay you do realize most likely not everyone listening knows who Sergeant Frenzy are it doesn't matter you stopped the last point I was trying to make, so that you could tell me this. Yeah. Um, so, oh my God, this, and, and you asked me. By the way, I don't know exactly where Sergeant Frenzy live. I don't know the exact city, and so uh, I, even t- you I don't even know if show. it's the. I don't even know if that's if that's Minnesota. It may not. It may be a different weekend. It may be something else.
1: You're not so very you want good me with to stop? Dates
0: to give you distance between two places I don't know where they are.
1: Yeah, look it up on your phone.
0: And then you wanted me so you want me to look that at distance up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: give it to you and the audience. Yes. So that they know if I'm performing close to people they don't know who they are.
1: That's correct. Do you see why that was a bad idea? No, it's it's the brightest idea I've had all day. If you would like
0: to join the subjective comedy podcast <laughs> hit me through any social media we're looking for uh added quote unquote co-host <laughs> let this guy get back to what he does best hitting record and then stepping away <laughs> sitting in the corner but october 19th and 20th I'm headlining again my first weekend in Indianapolis at a comedy club at Joker's something something Meridian Street in Indianapolis. There's an event on Facebook. It's been shared multiple times by me and my podcast (laughs) accounts, and it is going to. So this is the first time I'm headlining a club in Indy, but also one of the first times. I'm doing a comedy club where I have kind of full control of the show. I got to pick my feature and the host, and then we're gonna have a couple of surprise guests each night, doing some guest spots. But the host or the feature act is uh Patrick Murray, we've talked about on the show before. Mm-hmm. Big old lovable Patrick Murray. And the MC is I've already talked about on this podcast. Of course, who else? Who else am I gonna have? MC the album. Uh You know my first album, you know somebody who I've been been a big part of my life who I've done So many creative ventures with and share so many uh, Creative ventures with I mean, there's only one person for that job me Josh Springer (laughs) And now we have to stop the show because amazingly you actually pulled off a joke you waited for the appropriate amount of time. You didn't jump in there and cut me off. You let me set you up. You said the line without any extra bullshit, and you let me cap it off. So <laughs> I, then I waited a couple of seconds to, to let it sit, and that, th- well done. Thank you. But, well, no, don't, don't. you're still in debt oh, for Shit. bad content. Damn it. But, uh, yeah, so there's big shows this week. That is September 12th. No, sorry. September 13th and the
1: 14th. Today is
0: the 10th. Yeah, September 13th. That's Thursday. And the 14th, which is Saturday. Nope. The 13th, which is Thursday. (laughs) The 14th, which is Friday. September 13th and 14th. The 13th Red Curb Comedy in Avon, Indiana buy tickets. It only holds 80 people. So if you are thinking that you want to go to this show, but you're going to and you're like, I'll just get tickets the day of or wait, don't because the promo machine is going to be turned up this week. And I'm guessing uh, the owner of the theater is Will from The Smiley Show. So you get a chance to meet Will mm-hmm. from The Smiley Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's going to probably amp up his promoting as well. And I expect it to be sold out. Stay tuned for the follow-up episode next week to hear if it was. <laughs> Kettletop, the same way, the 14th. That's the next night, September 14th, Kettletop House in Anderson, Indiana. Uh, it, that holds a little more, but I don't think much more because I talked to the owners there, and they're all in on making comedy work, and they're, I think, not going to be. If you've been to Kettletop before, the Cattletop Brew House in Anderson, Indiana, for a show. They're not going to be seating, I believe, that back section. Uh, because it's just there's not a great view of the stage, and it it has been what's led to a lot of the noise infiltrating into the show, you know, the showroom part of the bar. So get tickets early. You can go to either of their Facebook pages and find links. Cattletop Brewhouse, Friday night, September 14th, Red Curb Comedy, Avon, Indiana. Thursday, September 13th with Jeff Horst from Kevin Hart's Next Level, which is basically the new Comedy Central half hour. It is going to be great shows. Josh Springer will be hosting at Red Curb Comedy from Bottoms Up. You can come meet him. And on the 14th in uh, Anderson, Indiana, at Kettletop, we're going to have Kyle Buck, who hosts the Backstage Laugh podcast and also is the guy that runs the kind of comedy scene there in Anderson. So really good shows. And they're going to be, like, this is gonna, hopefully going to be the start of something special. Or it'll be my fourth failed project <laughs> of the year. We'll see. Tune in next time.
1: Yep. So, Corey, do you have any music ready? I don't, know. <laughs> I didn't know how close we were getting here to the end. Now I'll just uh, kind of talk real slow while I... Uh
0: I while I your neighbors are... Uh, while
1: my neighbors run laps around their living room.
0: Uh, no, that's, that is that uh, is skates.
1: You think they're roller
0: skating up there? I found your song. Okay. In a drop of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. I love that part. You now, part am talking about? Yeah. In the trouble of chimpanzees, I
1: was a monkey.
0: And remember, if you didn't think we were funny, I'm pretty sure Corey's upstairs neighbors murdered someone, and they're now sawing off the bones.